we're just uh, talking it, and we're live. We're we're actually oh, on man. here. Uh, Are we live? Uh, yeah, we're live. <laughs> Rob, you got to come on here ready to go. You never know when we go start the show. We got people out here. We got people out here waiting on us. We can't just like be playing around. Mm, I didn't even shit. I didn't even comb my beard or nothing for this. I was just ready to go. Mine stays combed. Oh, yeah, we had to do things a little bit different this time, guys. So thank you so much for uh, joining us and finding us. Uh, I don't think I don't think there's like a. I don't know. I was gonna send it out on Facebook or something, but who cares? We'll just figure it out. Send it out. Yeah, you you guys send it out. If you're watching, send this out. Get the word out. We'll we'll retweet you. How about that? That'll work. That'll work. Brian Rosa in the chat. Shout out Dave Scooby in the chat. Wrestling with the MMA in the chat. The Nation Show. Robert Bennett. Wrestling with the MMA. Front row. Let's go. What's up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horton. This is this is the NWA. It's the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, but tonight, tonight is our UWN Primetime Live After Show. There was a little light on the NWA action, but there was some, and we'll get to that in a moment. But first, I'd like to introduce you to you, my posse, the regulators. Will Martin. What's up, Will? I, I like that. Regulators. Regulators! Rack it up! Did you say rack it up? It's supposed to be mount up. I feel like if you don't it's say mount the, up. They say both, they say both man. Yeah. Go back and look at it. Well, the you other voice you... Yet. you I was about to say, the other voice that you're hearing that is completely wrong is the doctor, Rob Stinson. Don't let him do your surgeries, but, you know, he can tell you about... Uh, something I don't know. Whatever. You Let him do your surgeries. <laughs> you who? It's it's a good. I make you famous. I make you famous. I let him do one surgery on me, and I I regretted it. You I weren't saying up. that at the time, Will. You weren't saying that at the time. That's because you <laughs> knocked like, me out. I woke up thirty like, minutes like, later. This won't hurt <laughs> much. <laughs> so weird. Rob was like, "I got to YouTube some stuff before we do this." And uh, wait, that, was, that was the last thing I heard before the anesthesia kicked in. I was like, huh? <laughs> oh man, so there's so much to talk about tonight. The Braves, th- thankfully, Rob's here. It is his Braves gear. The Braves pulled one out over the Dodgers just barely. They they saved the game, they made it. And I'm gonna tell you who they saved, they saved you because we were seven innings. Let me tell, let me tell the world this they have to know we were seven innings into this. The Braves were cruising along. And Gary texts me and says, they got this. We're up seven to nothing. There's no way they can lose. I got the text. And I was like, Gary, no. Hold on. I was like. Baseball please. newbie. I was like, I was like, he, I was like, boo. Where you at? Did oh, not hear man. that. You did not hear that. Don't, don't let him get to you. Like you, you might be having a rough night, Rob, but I had a good night. I got the shout out on UWN primetime live. The show got the shout out. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a uh, a world title tournament coming up. There's uh, the Cowboys back. Uh, There's uh, well, I mean, obviously there's Hammerstone. There's all kinds of things we could discuss. Uh, but uh, I guess, I guess, 
we'll just uh, jump right into everything and start well, from the Before we start, let me say I, I'm so happy for you on your shout-out, man. I remember the first time I got my UWN shout-out. <laughs> like a strawberry wine. Seventeen. Oh, what's it above? <laughs> what do I got? What do next. I got to do? What do I got to do to get one? Um, you gotta, you gotta send, <laughs> become you gotta slide up in Todd Kennelly's DMs. That's become, what you gotta do. I send him love messages every morning, just notes of affirmation and my affection, and that's what <laughs> finally sealed the deal. He's a big fan of stoicism, especially too. He loves stoicism. Yeah, he um he finally was just I mean how I knew it was working is he finally just messaged me back it was like what do I have to do to get you to shut the hell up? <laughs> I was like just mention me to Hammerstone just once <laughs> just just make sure he knows I exist. <laughs> and that was it. And then there we there we are. And now and now it's happened. Now he has to know. He'll watch that match back and be like who 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 is that guy? <laughs> what? <laughs> glad glad that guy's happy uh anyway god my dogs are going nuts you talking about oh you're, you're i don't know dogs. if you could hear that my I'm dogs are going nuts we're also awaiting a special guest which would be very beneficial for us to hit the first match with but <laughs> the uh but but we can go ahead and get started and give our thoughts and jump into this thing if you want to and get this party rolling i see james h uh Jackson Jr. super excited about a lot of stuff. I see the nation show in there. James Lawrence has got detailed notes, he says. Uh, so, you know, there's also a heated discussion about Florida Georgia line, the country <laughs> band in there. So, not sometimes I I miss what's going on in the chat. And it makes me wonder, like, what what are these fools talking about in there? I don't know. Anyway, all right. Mm. Will, how'd you feel about the show tonight? Uh, I felt good. I, I, I mean, you know, let's just rip the bandaid off. Super disappointed. I didn't get to see my favorite part of the show, which is the green screen promos at the beginning. Um, that was a bummer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was all right. I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about it. A big lack of, of, of NWA, uh, presence, um, love the Heather Monroe match. Uh, we'll get into all of it, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was, it was all right. Rob, how, how you feel it overall? Uh, I mean, you know, I, obviously I was pulling duty tonight uh, with my other podcast. Uh, the I know. I always feel guilty yeah, asking you that. <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, uh, not a bad show, man. I'll tell you some great women's action tonight. I will tell you that um, off the cuff, like Will, I've got to have more NWA. I mean, I've got to have more NWI. I was very, very pleased to see James Storm and Surprise. Thank you, uh, WWE Front Row, for the heads up on that. Um, but, uh, um, and I list, I missed uh, Alyssa uh, on the commentating team uh, tonight. But, uh, um, you know, it was okay. It was a good show. It was a good show, solid. From top to bottom, I didn't see a lot of tomfoolery uh, um, or chicanery or any, uh, you know, uh, um, lameness like we not that the shows have been lame there have been a couple points that we we weren't quite comfortable with in previous episodes we didn't see any of that tonight pretty much solid wrestling from top to bottom uh with some with some uh names that i could see anywhere including uh show up in the power studio when when this kicks off here real soon uh but um you know it, it wasn't bad more in though yeah and just to clarify in case my 
uh, assessment a second ago sounded like a downer, like like it was last week. Uh, no, I thought the wrestling on this show was very, very good quality. Um, the matches themselves were excellent. I mean, you know, as Rob said, I mean, there was nothing that stood out to me. You know, it was like, oh, man, you know, rolling my eyes or anything like that. I thought it was a, a fantastic wrestling show. Um, but obviously, this is the NWA podcast. So um, it's, you know, when you don't have a Thunder Rosa defending the the women's world title and you don't have Nick Aldis and you don't have, you know, a national title match, it, it's, it, it's, it's always going to be a notch below, you know, those first three weeks. But um, the wrestling top to bottom, as Rob said, I agree with that was was fantastic. Yeah, 100%. And uh, we actually did get some news as well on Thunder Rosa. So that's going to be exciting uh, stuff. So we'll get into all of that. Uh, but first up, this thing opened up, like you said, Will, I mean, just uh, the elephant in the room, obviously, is going to be that uh, the green screen promos that we always rave about, that we love, that remind you of the old days, like getting ready for the Rumble or something else. Just uh, everybody just talking at the camera about what they're going to do tonight. And uh, unfortunately, all of that was lost to a title screen. It just stayed on right up until the very first match, which I was, uh, I mean, thank God. Thanks, thankfully that they got it back before we actually missed any literal action in the ring. Uh, so, but it, it did, I mean, I'd be lying if I wasn't sitting there thinking like, how is this still a thing? How are we still... How are we still having problems? Uh, we're, we're on episode five now. But, you know, luckily they got it back just in time to see uh, Danny Limelight take on Clark Connors uh, in the opener, which was a fantastic match. And speak of the devil, as a matter of fact, since we're talking about Danny Limelight and Clark Connors, uh, who better would know what was going on during that match than Danny Limelight, I guess you would say. What up? I think you mean speak of the Puerto Rican poppy, not the devil. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. There you go. The Puerto Rican poppy. That's what I was going right. for. What's Welcome going to the on, show. How, how y'all doing? Oh, man. What's up, Danny? It's good to have you all, man. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. I feel like I got hit by a freight train, which I basically did. Stepped into the ring of Clark Connors again in three days. Dude, you, you guys went at it, man. It was brutal. Y'all have got a hell of a feud going on. And uh, I, I was so, I'm sorry to see you didn't uh, pick up the the W on this one, man. But uh, that that's uh, that's two in a row for him, huh? Two in a row for the young lion. You know the lion the the lions break crown final winner. Clark Connors got the best of me again. You know I, I was well prepared for the the Boston Crab this time around. And, oh man, and you he's countered in that roll up. That was badass, dude. Appreciate it, man. I was just you know trying to think of how I could outwit him, how I can use his techniques against him, and. And I thought I had him scouted, and then I hit my, you know, my small package driver, you know, the one that I put Blake Christian down with, and he rolled it over on me, man, and, and I, I, he had it well scouted. Yeah, this match was super aggressive. Uh, it, uh, it just, uh, I loved the action of this one. It got me pumped up right from the start of the show. Uh, I definitely had it noted to talk about that, uh, how you blocked the crab into that roll up. That was uh, one of the highlights for me. That was a slick move, and. Uh, hey. And honestly, yeah, that finisher, like, I mean, when he slipped on that rope, I thought you had it hitting that superplex and then going into the bus, uh, Fisherman Buster. And then, yeah, yeah man, he, he lost, he lost his footing, you know, a little young lion up there trying to, trying to fly with the big boys. And, and you know, that, that, I think, I think the, 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 the turnbuckle area, that's definitely my forte. And I think Clark Connors was, 
you know, try, trying to trying to show he can do it too. And I mean, he he hit me with it last time, you know, and, and rolled it into the Boston Crab. This time I had it scouted. He slipped. It gave me what I needed. You know, I hit him with the knee and, you know, the, the superplex into the fisherman buster. And, and, you know, I thought I had him beat and he rolled it over on me. Yeah, dude. Did yeah. you uh, – um, now, at, at the end there, you, you guys did show the side of respect. You did the handshake. Uh, it looked like you were talking to him about uh, one more time. Is that, I mean, uh, I, is that what happened? <laughs> honestly, man, like I had to show him respect. You know, he, 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 the man bested me twice um, in the span of three days four days, whatever many days, I don't know how many days it was. He's great. You know, Clark Connors is amazing in the ring. He, he, he's an athlete. He's a super athlete. He's strong. He's fast. He wrestles you. He, he, he brings that. He's all business, no games. <clears throat> so, you know, I think I was a little salty when he beat me at the crown tournament. Cause I wanted that to be my moment. But today, you know, I, I brought the fight. I hit him just as hard as he hit me. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I felt like this one was this one was a little bit, you know, the stakes wasn't as high because they, the crown tournament was already over, you know, but but this was more like for me to come back, you know, and, and try to get that win back on him. And when it didn't happen, I, I, he bested me. He outsmarted me. Um, and, you know, I definitely wanted to show him like, OK, like I see you. You know, I respect that. But I definitely did ask him for one more. Yeah, yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'll be damned if somebody fooled me three times. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I mean, the, the, at least with the tournament win, uh, it's not, you know, ain't no shame in going down to the to the tournament winner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to think about it, man. Clark Connors is the real deal. He's one of Shibata's boys, straight out the L.A. dojo. Them cats, they put in work nonstop, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that I don't, but, you know, it's – he. He's not just some random, you know, bozo out there stepping into the ring. You know, that, that's that's the Young Lions break crown winner. That's, you know, a Young Lion. That's a New Japan strong right there, you know, and I, I got to give credit where it's due. Now, Danny, I got, uh, I got Brian Rosa in my chat over here. You know, he's uh, Thunder Rosa's husband. He's uh, he's telling me to tell you that uh, that Batman is superior to Spider-Man. Is that is that true? <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> That, he, <laughs> that that may be that may be true uh in his eyes but he does wear glasses if, I, if i'm not mistaken so you know he might, it might be something wrong with his eyes <laughs> i don't know go. what kind of comic books he's reading you know what i'm saying but shout out to brian rosa shout out to thunder rosa she's killing it everywhere you know that's the homie and uh, i'm proud of her and what she's doing and i'm proud of brian as well for holding it down at home yeah, man, they're doing good stuff over there. Now, now you're doing good stuff too. You got the bodega going on, so you're you're working this singles career and the tag team scene. So that you don't usually see somebody try to uh, hang in both, like back and forth. Like one week you're tagging, one week you're singles. Uh, what do you have a specific focus you're going for right now in your career? Or you're just out there getting reps. I'm just grinding. Um, I think I'm at the point in my career where all I can do is grind. You know, show the world what I can do. Show the world that I can hang with the best of them, bang with the best of them. I think I've been doing that. You know, now with Papo Esco, shout out to Papo Esco. In my corner with the bodega, you know, I think we're going to start picking up the steam and, and, and really get to rock and roll and put the tag team division everywhere on notice. And then with the singles thing, you know, I'm doing my thing on New Japan. I got my GCW debut this weekend. And, and you know, I've always been a singles wrestler. That was always been my thing. But I, I, I definitely believe that as a wolf, you know, you, you're, you're deadly, you're lethal by yourself, but when you hunt in a pack, it's even better. 
Rob, Will, I'm, I'm taking up all the space oh, yes, here. Sir. So, uh, the, uh, Mr. Limelight, thank you for joining us tonight. First of all, I want to salute you. You're a veteran of the uh, United States uh, Armed Services, former Marine right here. Well, once a Marine, always a Marine. That's and, right. Uh, so I salute you for that, uh, brother. I'm also a veteran myself, and so uh, I always like to salute uh, great Americans, and, and you are. You've been someone that's, uh, that's provoked a lot of interest. We've been really pleased, and you have to be aware that the bodega was the talk of the week last week. You have to be aware of that. You and uh, Papo Esco. I'd be curious to know, like, where, where did your pass uh, first cross, and, and what's the next step for the bodega? Well, honestly, I mean, I think we, I think we made it very clear. We put in green lights on everybody. Um, we, we hungry. He's starving. You know what I'm saying? That's a king fat boy. And I pass cross. You know that that's that's. You know, Puerto Ricans, we got big families. You know, we know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody at the bodega. You never know who's going to pop up. You know, I might know somebody. Papa might know somebody. They might just sort of stroll into the bodega someday and want some business handled, and we're going to handle it. And I think that <clears throat> I know for a fact we would have talked a week last week. Um, that wasn't our intentions. Our intentions was just to come out, get greedy, get scrappy, show people what we can do. Um, and I think we did that with the Wolf Zaddies. Uh, and then some big dudes, you know, there's some, there's some talented dudes, but I think we showed everybody that we could bang with the best of them. And, and obviously we got one thing in mind. We here to rob the house and by rob the house, we mean take whatever we want. Tag team championships, singles championships, whatever we want, we're going to take it. Cause you know what I'm saying? At the bodega, get whatever you need, including a beat down. Yeah, it's Danny. like everywhere we look. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, I was going to say, man, that that the, the green screen promo from from the beginning of the show last week, man, that was one of my favorite promos so far of Primetime Live. But uh, just speaking of Primetime Live, you know, you've been on here uh, what, three or four times now. You've you've been on the card. And so what, what's what's your feeling about how uh, how Primetime Live's going, this kind of new show, this new venture, a weekly pay-per-view thing? What's what's your vibe and what's what's the vibe in the locker room? How's everybody feeling? I mean, honestly, one thing I know about Primetime Live is that you never know who's going to show up. I mean, everybody was surprised today. James Storms rolled in. You know what I'm saying? You never know who's going to show up at Primetime Live. You know, David Marquez is a genius. He's an evil scientist, whatever you want to call him. He's been in the business for years. He said it today when he announced a tournament for the championship, the United Wrestling Network Heavyweight Championship. He's, he's, he's done it all in the business. You know, he has a great mind. You know, I'm fortunate. I feel blessed and privileged to be on the show. I think I've been on the show the, the, the most times now. I think today was my third appearance. I don't think anybody's done three appearances yet. Maybe Dirty Dickinson. Um, but that that's that's really it right there. You know, it's just, it's just being a mainstay on the show, being on TV three times a week with Primetime Live, New Japan Strong, and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and, and just trusting Dave Marquez's process and just trusting his vision and what he wants. And we got guys in the back, you know, that are, that are leading the fight. You know, and, and just being a part of that team is amazing, man. And I really, really just want to grind it out and, and prove to everybody that, that nothing's been handed to me. Everything that I got, I've earned. I've done it on my own. And, you know, I, and I owe my career to Dave Marquez, man. When, when, when people told me I was no longer going to wrestle anymore and I was blacklisted in SoCal because my, my original school didn't want me wrestling no more, he pulled me into championship wrestling from Hollywood. So he's the one that, you know, he, he put his name. He trusted me. He saw something in me five years ago. And and I, I've never ever let him down. I don't think, and I think I get better and better by the week, and I'm going to continue to. And you have to. I mean, I, you th you hear about people talking about uh, landing on a blacklist, and, and automatically I think of Eddie Kingston come to mind, man. Eddie Kingston, one of my favorite all time guys, one of the baddest men in the world, and and you kind of carry that Eddie Kingston vibe. You know, your promos are fire. 
you look great, your your money in the ring. So so far, here we are, five episodes into primetime. I'm thinking, if I got to look back, and I'm thinking, you know, not Nick Aldis notwithstanding, all right, who looks the best, who's doing the 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 hottest work, who talks the best, and I think Danny Limelight, and I think the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. So where do you see that trajectory going? I mean, is there the potential for a collision? Because that would be fire. That would be fire. That's something I'd pay to see. You know, I think I think everybody needs to tweet that right now. I think I think the people in the back need to hear it. Dirty Dickinson, first of all, the man just went to war with, with John Moxley a couple of days ago. Yeah, watch that, man. It was awesome. He, he's amazing. He, 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 he's a big dude that moves like somebody my size. And, and you know he has that jujitsu background. He has that MMA background. That background of just beating people up, beating people down. He talks a good talk, but he backs it up. And with me, it's the same thing. I feel like I could run my mouth for days, but I know how to get down and get scrappy when I need to. And I said it the other day. I said, you know, I, I think I tweeted it out um, when he ran through some dude uh, on Primetime Live. I said he just needs somebody who's scrappy to get in there with him and throw down. And, and, you know, he's been watching me. He tweeted today. Matter of fact, he watched my match with Clark Connors, and he said something about. You know, I got my eye on you, something like that about the match being good and stuff. And that's coming from somebody who who I, I feel the same way. He's killing it right now. With this tournament announced for the first ever United Wrestling Network Heavyweight Championship, who knows? I got to earn my place in that tournament. I'm sure he's he's already earned his place. You know, he's I think he's 2-0, 3-0 or something like that. And at the end of the day, if, if our paths cross, you're damn right. It's going to be Venom versus Spider-Man, whatever you want to call it. Any kind of comic book, fucking animation, any kind of comic book, like, like you know, movie, cinematic, whatever. It's going to be an explosion. It's going to be not. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a scrappy one. And, and you know, the better man's going to walk out, whether it's me or Chris Dickinson. I love to throw down with him. Yeah, now you you dropped it right there. My next question to you was going to be, we had that huge announcement about the, the big tournament coming up for that uh, U, uh, United uh, Wrestling Network Championship. So are you looking looking to put yourself in the mix on that thing? Well, I'll tell you what. There ain't been too many tournaments running lately on the, on the wrestling scene. And the one that has been was on New Japan Strong, and I went to the finals. I've been taking on some of the best in the world these last few months. I've been killing it on Primetime Live. I've been killing it at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I want to throw my name in the hat. I don't have that power though. I can say all I want. I want to be part of this tournament. It's going to be up to them to decide if I deserve to be there or not. I'm going to bust my ass to get there. And if I'm given the opportunity to enter another tournament for a prestigious prize like that beautiful championship, then you best believe I'm going to do whatever it takes to walk out as the first ever United Wrestling Network heavyweight champion. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> you're, you're hungry, man. We can see it. I'm hungry you're, right uh... now. Let's <laughs> see that. Oh, yeah. What you eating on there, Annie? What you eating on? Some spicy ground beef. No, see, he's keeping it healthy. He's yeah, I like it. I, got, I, gotta I got to ask it. My body fat's down to twelve percent right now. I'm trying to hit ten percent, so you know I gotta make sure I'm eating right. There you go. That's right. There you go. That's inspiring. You so uh, that's, that's what... <laughs> you following the uh, you following the baseball postseason right now? Listen, don't bring up my Yankees. Or I'm gonna leave the chat immediately. <laughs> Man, we've got nothing but respect for the Yankees, man. <laughs> nothing but that. I'm glad we don't have to face them. <laughs> yeah. Well, once my team got bounced out, I stopped watching. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I did finals, the NBA finals, though. I saw that. 
Yeah, you saw Rob was uh, torn watching watching your match tonight and the Braves and the Dodgers. So he was like bouncing <laughs> back and forth. I ha- I was I had you on though. I had you on <laughs> just so that, you know. I was watching. <laughs> Dodgers, not, man, you have years of loyalty to them, so I feel I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh. Danny, we're going we're gonna run down this show, dude. Um, I I don't if you want to stick around, we'd be happy to have you here and stuff. Or if you want to, yeah, you know, about Elena Black making her United Wrestling Network debut. Oh, That's uh, I definitely wanted to bring that up because yeah, you uh, you 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 definitely uh tweeted about her earlier, and uh, we've seen Elena Black a lot lately. Um, we we saw her just recently on uh, we watched the Mission Pro show, and we covered that uh over at the thunder rosa threw on and she was a big part of that took on rachel rose and uh came out victorious mm-hmm. there here she took on a big challenger in uh heather monroe That's and another- uh <laughs> heather monroe the killer bay she's killing it everywhere she goes it's true man and uh she she's a she's a veteran now like she's uh she's all over the place herself <laughs> showing up on aew and all i've been on championship wrestling from hollywood for as long as i've known it and uh, unfortunately, she was a little bit too much for Elena Black on her debut, which, uh, you know, that's uh, I guess that's to be expected. That's a, again, a, it's a, a home, court home court advantage. Got the experienced veteran and Heather Monroe. She has that killer mentality. Somebody like Elena Black coming in here, not really knowing. Yes, because people probably look at Heather Monroe and they think, oh, she's just a pretty face and she does a lot of talking. But she can back it up. She has some pretty hard hitting strikes. And I think Elena Black brought, brought, brought a great fight. You know, to Heather Monroe, but it was just you know Heather Monroe had that experience, that upper hand. Yeah, I'm vibing with like everything Elena Black's got going on, like her 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 style, like her her like the carrying the whatever's in the box, you know, and that whole thing, and that that just uh she's got some wicked music coming out and everything. How 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 do you guys feel about Elena Black? Uh, Will Rob? I thought it was awesome, man. Uh, <clears throat> you know, again, I, I'm continually impressed by. The women's matches every week on primetime live i mean i feel like they're giving us uh you know exposing us to awesome new talent i mean elena black of course as you mentioned we we had been covering her a little bit here lately but getting to see her on that stage and uh, especially get someone the caliber of heather monroe and just seeing those two clash and go at it i mean that was that was a treat for me man and I, i'm i'm a huge heather monroe fan i mean she is i mean when it comes to technical wrestling and and just hard hitting, you know, women's wrestling. She's, she's hard to beat. Um, obviously we saw her get beat by, by Camille um, in week one, but uh, it was good to see her uh, come out and uh, come out on top tonight. So that was, it was an awesome match, man. One of the highlights of the night for me. Uh, same thing, man. Uh, Heather Rose, she's, she is a, a woman, an athlete that should be at the level of a Penelope. I mean, she is at the level of of a Penelope Ford, of a Camille. I mean, we saw her take Camille to the limit, man. I've never seen Camille ever, uh, you know, staggered like she was in that match. And that speaks to Heather Monroe's talent, her ability in the ring, her ring generalship, her being a veteran. Elena Black, I happen to be in Buda, Texas at Mission Pro. I'm going to be here uh, next month. Um, I saw her take Rachel Rose down. You guys know Rachel Rose is one of my favorite in the world. And I saw her take Rachel Rose down. So this was a fantastic match for me. This might've been the match of the night. I think one thing that uh, Marquez has done in, with UWN is he showcased women's talent uh, like very few others do aside from the NWA or Mission Pro. And this was a great match. 
I did. I expected Heather Monroe to win this, and she did. But that's no shade on Elena Black. I mean, she brought it all. She left her her heart on the mat, and uh, I want to see much more of both of them. Now, uh, you go to, you go call that match of the night. And we got Danny Limelight sitting over here. I think Danny. Lim- <laughs> <laughs> I think he can appreciate that. I mean, that, that the Danny Limelight match was a great match, but you know, <laughs> these women, man. I mean, this match. I, I walked away. I was distracted for six, seven minutes, came back, and they were still at it, and they hadn't missed a beat. For me, you know, a man, a man called it like they sees it. This, this was the match yeah. of the night for me. Man. I, res- I respect that. I respect that. You know, you, you, think- you, didn't get, you didn't get distracted for five to seven minutes in my match, though. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's no, funny, man. man. I love you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I want to ask you too. I was thinking about this just just now when when you got uh, Clark Connors going on there. I wanted to like for for people that are just now getting to know you because of UWN. I was thinking one of the cool things that's been about it is like uh, Rob talked about you and Dirty Dickinson. I was thinking like the women that have been on UWN have been incredible. Um, so I think one of the cool parts about the show is they're getting people are getting a chance to get exposed to a lot of new talent. And uh, you might be one of those people like is, is Clark Connors like your biggest rival right now, would you say? Or like what or do you have like certain matches or like certain people you tell people to look up like if they wanted to get to know you better? Honestly, as of right this present moment, I think, yeah, Clark Honda is my biggest, you know, rival because of everything that's been happening the last couple of days. But you got to look at my, 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 my little back and forth with Rocky Romero. Yeah. Um, something that been happening over at New Japan Strong for some time now. And, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a love-hate thing. I'm sure Rocky sees something in me. You know, um, I look up to him. I won't tell him to his face. You know, and he's, you know, he's the guy that offered me my trial with New Japan in the first place, you know. So it, it, it's, it's, if I'm telling people to look at matches, I'm telling them to look at my match with Clark Connor. I'm telling them to look at my match with Rocky Romero, my match with TJ Perkins, you know. Slice Boogie um, was a good one. Slice Boogie, yep. That's, and shout out to Slice Boogie. You know, he's another New Yorker. He's a Mets fan, though, so we don't, you know, <laughs> we don't. We don't we don't we don't talk baseball without getting into fights, you know what I'm saying? But he's another Puerto Rican. A lot of people don't know that, but Slice is a Puerto Rican. You know, and uh, it's, 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 you're talking about the women's division. You're right. United Wrestling Network is doing an amazing job. You know, they just had Priscilla Kelly out here last uh, couple weeks back on Primetime Live, you know, and, and it's just, there's so much talent. I, one person that I want to see is Miranda Alize. I think she is phenomenal in the ring. She's a great luchador or luchadora, if you want to call her that. And, and, and she looks good. She works out. She stays in shape. She, she has, she has all of the traits that you need. I would love to see her in the United Wrestling Network. I would definitely like to see her prime time live. And I would like to see her come out to championship wrestling from Hollywood. I would like to see Thunder Rosa come back. I'd like to see Christy James make her debut, you know, on prime time live. It's another, another talented female. There's just so much hidden gems out there. And I think that what David Marquez and his crew do does at, at bringing in all this talent, especially with prime time live, they're bringing in people from all over the place. Tonight you had Fred Roser, you had Chris Masters, you know, um, um, Dom Kubrick made his debut. Like, there's just so much talent out there, and he, and he has an eye for it all. I told you guys a while back, you know, in the earlier in the chat, he saw something in me five years ago. Right. I, I look back at my matches from five years ago, and I want to throw up, you know. But he saw something, 
And that's what he does. He sees something in all these talents and he brings them in and he gives them a platform as big as primetime live exclusively on pay-per-view and the fight TV. And, and, and they get a chance to show, show who they are. And I think that as this continues to progress week after week, you're going to be seeing more new faces and more familiar faces. And you're going to be able to see all these great first time matchups, matchups that have haven't hadn't happened yet. And that's something that you're only going to get on primetime live. Has uh, your paths uh, crossed with uh, Lindsey Snow, um, who won the uh, the blood sport tournament uh, just a couple days ago against I, Allison Faye? I have not have not had a chance to cross paths with her yet. The only reason why I say Miranda Alizé is because I've had three intergender ma matches, if you want to call them wrestling matches, whatever you want to call them, with, with a female involved in my entire career. And the last match I had was against Miranda Alizé, October 18, 2019. Last year, almost a year to date. And she she brought the fight to me. And, and there's not that many, you know, if you want to say gender stuff, there's not that many men that could bring that kind of fight to me. So, you know, she's somebody that I respect. And that's why that's why I mentioned her name first, because she's the first one that popped up. And then I mentioned Christy James because I've tagged him with her in AAA. I've tagged him to Christy at the crash in Mexico. And she's another phenomenal athlete. Uh, we're going to give a shout out to J. Cal from the Alliance blog in the chat. He's a uh, one of the <laughs> he wanted us to ask you if you miss him. So that's a. Uh... <laughs> I, I would miss him if he bought a a, a Danny Limelight t-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Danny Limelight. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> Everybody in the chat should do that right now. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Danny Limelight. I got dope, dope designs up there. Go check it out. Now, but I do miss J. Cal. You know, um, we got to do another another podcast, the Lions blog. We need to get that rolling soon. Let's run it back. And you, uh, you got to. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, sorry, I was reading this chat here. Everybody's uh, interested in how obsessed Rob is with uh, women's wrestling. That's what's going on right now. So. I'm, I'm obsessed with good wrestling, and right now, women's wrestling is good wrestling. So, facts. <laughs> Jake yeah. says ordered though, so maybe you get some orders in here. Everybody should. And everybody tweet at Marquez. Say we need more Danny Limelight on United Wrestling. They're they're saying that right now. They are. They're saying you're bringing that positive energy, man. Let's do That's it, true. man. Let's go. Bring me back. Put me in the ring with... Matter of fact, I'm going to shoot my side again because I don't know if anybody been paying attention to Leo Rush's Twitter. He put me on his list. I want to wrestle Leo Rush. Let's make that happen. And I want to wrestle Dirty Dickinson. Let's make that happen. And I want to wrestle uh, 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 Matt Seidel. He's another person that said my name. Let's do that too. And what better place to do it than on Primetime Live? Let's address the elephant in the room here. Let's address the elephant in the room while we're, while we're throwing names out. The cream de creme, the pinnacle, is the 10 pounds of gold. The belt currently owned, operated, manipulated by the real world's champion, Nick Aldis. Yes, sir. I, I'm not even going to ask the question. I'm just going to let you filibuster on that. You no, know crazy is I don't even think Nick Aldis knows who I am. I don't think he's took the time to sit down and, and really look at, at what's happening on Primetime Live and who's, who can be a potential threat to him. He's been the, the, the world's champ for a good amount of time now. He's defended it against the best. He's a national treasure. But I don't even think he knows who I am. And that might, not, that makes, that might be sounding like a shot at myself, but the truth is that means he's not ready to step into the ring with somebody like me. He may not know what to come, what's coming at him. He may not know where I can hit him from, what I can do. I, I would love to step into the ring with Nick Aldis. I just don't think in his eyes I'm on his radar. I got you. Well, we can uh, we can put the word out for that too. Y'all, y'all hit 
y'all hit an ad on Nick Aldis and uh, drop Danny Limelight's name in his timeline and uh, let let Nick know what's up. Uh, let's see here. So speaking of NWA talent, though, yeah, we right before that women's match, I wanted to mention too. We we did get Marquez interviewing Fred Russell. He gave uh, you know, Dave, Dave, you know. Danny's been giving Dave props here too, but you saw that from Fred Russell. You see that from a lot of people like Chris, uh, Chris masters dropping in and interrupting this interview and even saying like, I knew Dave from back when I started, everybody's doing that. Uh, of course, then James storm rolls in. So that was our guy. We, we didn't expect to see tonight turns mm-hmm. this thing into a triple threat. That was pretty cool. I, I like that surprise. Primetime live every week. I say it all every day. I say tune into primetime live every week because you never know who's going to pop up. And I'm sure it was a pleasant surprise for the fans watching at home to see James Storm roll in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet. I think everybody uh, popped for that when they saw him come in. Um, and, and give a shout out to, to Fred Rosser, who just had me on his pro and, bro, pro and bro wrestling podcast not too long ago. He's doing amazing things at New Japan now. You know, y'all, y'all can expect to see Fred Rosser weekly on New Japan Strong going forward. So, that's, I, that was a, a good little uh, a good little thing that you know Marquez there bringing him in. I think he's he's still has it in him. I think he's in the best shape of his life now. So I'm sure we'll be seeing big things coming from Fred Ross in the future. Right on. And uh, let's see here. What else? Then the uh, next thing up though this this goes back to something we were talking about just a minute ago. The next thing that happened on the show is Chris Dickinson. They showed a clip of him in the after show said he was done with primetime live. So for all this. Uh, build up we've been given he said unless some competition comes out he's not showing back up so this big announcement they got tonight or whatever uh it better be that they're going to give him somebody that's worth the challenge and uh look i'm I'm right here you you want a real fight you want a scrappy dude don't don't go running off you know i'm saying taking your wins and then leaving with your ball come back and let's play I thought they kind of impressed him last week, Will. I thought they, they like, he, he seemed like he was kind of happy after he, uh, um, you know, he, he he ended up taking on Max Caster, I think it was, last week. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and then Max gave him a good fight. I thought he was, I thought he was satisfied, but I guess not. I mean, he was mildly impressed. That's, that's the, the takeaway I had. But obviously, as we saw at the end of the show, once he had had a chance to process all of it, he still... He still wasn't there, man. And then he went off, as we know, this weekend and had a had a hard fight against John Moxley that was incredible. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's he's hungry, man. You gotta look at it like that. This guy wrestled Max Caster. Maybe he was impressed, but then he steps into the ring with John Moxley, and he's like, okay, I I, I could take back what I was feeling because now I seen some real, you know what I'm saying? So maybe he wants a real fight, and you know, I got some fight in me. And there's a lot, there's a lot of other talent in the United Wrestling Network roster that has fighting them so don't run off yet chris dickinson come back let's work hey i i was new to blood sport and i think these guys were too yeah have you, have you done blood sport or anything i, mean, I have plus blood sport yet yeah man that that's some wicked stuff man I, I like that that was a real physical match that chris dickinson and john moxley those those guys beat the hell out of each other in that match all right so then uh let's see here after that of course, my boy Alexander Hammerstone shows up. It takes on Tresario for the uh, West Coast Pro Championship. And, uh, I mean, everybody knows here I'm all about Hammerstone. So the people in the chat, I know, y'all, y'all know I love some Hammerstone. It's just, uh, I don't know why. He's just a specimen, man. And he just seems, I don't know. Have you, have you crossed paths with uh, Hammerstone in the back or anything? Is he, is he an all right guy? I've, I've, listen, I've wrestled Hammerstone. Okay. 
And uh, uh, last time we met, I was able to counter his nightmare pendulum into a Spanish fly and, and fortunately escape with my life. He's a big <laughs> He's a star. You know, Hammerstone has, has everything that you need to succeed in business. Um, somebody that, that I feel like I have a good working relationship with, you know, and I, I'm proud to see all his success, you know, everything that he's been doing in MOW and, and all over, the, you know, with West Coast Pro and stuff like that. He's a star, man. There's no denying that. Um, and, and I think that, you know, I, I'd like to get in the ring with him again. And, and he's somebody that I definitely see in the back, you know, but he's always focused. He's business, 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 business. And, and, and he, he, hey, he has every right to be that way. He's a superstar in my eyes. And I'm not trying to, like, blow smoke up him or nothing like that. I real recognize real, and that's how I see it. Yeah, man. I mean, look at him. He looks like a cross <laughs> between, like, Hulk Hogan and God. So, like, <laughs> you know, that's just how I look at him. But anyway, uh <laughs> Story of this match was, I mean, Tresario tried everything he could on Hammerstone and just nothing, nothing was working. Just move after move. And, and Tresario, props to him. I mean, he's athletic as hell. He was just like, did like some kind of springboard, uh, like splash onto him, like it dropped like off the top rope a couple of times on him, just kept going and kept going. Finally had him down for a little bit, but Meat Mountain was too much. It's like almost broke him in half with a backbreaker at one point during that match. And uh, then he uh, ends up hitting the uh, nightmare pendulum, or it, and it looked like it looked like Tristario almost got out of it, but Hammerstone got too much of it. Got the one, two, three in this one. Um, and of course, I got to give a shout out to Todd Kennelly, who uh, mentioned the podcast at this point in the show and said that uh, I was probably losing my mind at home, and he was right. I screamed Hammerstone. But uh, anyway, Will Rob, you guys want to tell us what you thought on that match? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because, you know, you're it's I can't keep up with your fandom of Hammerstone. So I feel like I, I don't like him, but I actually do like him a lot. It's just not on your level. Um, so, I mean, no, it was a great match. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy every time I get to to see him come in and, and manhandle somebody. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, he is a specimen. He's he's a guy that. Uh, I mean, he, he looks like pro wrestling. Like if you close your eyes and you think pro wrestler, you know, when you grew up like we did in the eighties and nineties, like you envision somebody like Hammerstone and uh, he's just, he's got that look and he's got the talent to back it up and, and proved it again tonight. So uh, yeah, I was, I was happy about it. Not as happy as you and shouting because my family is asleep, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good match. My family's asleep too. That's just the, the love I got. You just don't care. <laughs> um, I mean, this, this was a mathematical equation. I mean, I think it was a foregone conclusion that Hammerstone was going to win this. The, the belt was never really threatened. Hammerstone's a big guy. He's an athletic guy. He's got fantastic hair. <laughs> I had to point that out. <laughs> um, I kept thinking, man, gosh, I, you know, I'd like to see him and Dickinson. I'd like to see him and a Tom Latimer or another big guy go at it. I mean, he, he's a guy that's got pro wrestling written all over him. Uh, very impressive. Uh, I've only seen Hammerstone a handful of times, maybe six or seven times. So every time, you know, like Will says, this guy is, is pro wrestling. And uh, so, you know, stay tuned, man. Who, who knows? Maybe what we might see, maybe we might see uh, uh, Danny Limelight tie up with uh, Hammerstone in here pretty soon. Yeah, you may see it, but you're gonna see me trying to tie up with him. He's too big for that. Let me try a different <laughs> avenue of approach. You feel me? Yeah, Denny Limelight's <laughs> too smart for that. People in the chat asking if I got my hammerstone sheets and matching curtains yet. 
They're, they're they know, so you only have the underwear. <laughs> yeah, just the underwear. Uh, you also get some love for your dog there, Danny, too, just so you oh, know. <laughs> my dog, my pit bull, his yeah. name is Thanos. Yeah, what was the name again? His name is Thanos. Thanos. Oh, man, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I see, he's, I see. he's not he's not as tough as he looks you know oh yeah that's the, that's always the story it feels like <laughs> i like this too you you tune in you get, you get here live you never know who's going to show up danny line lights here we're getting a tour of his place and everything about you got home so quick oh yeah, yeah some people I, are asking know, they were I, like how's I he drive, already home i drive i drive a, I drive a camaro you know so <laughs> 85 all the way <laughs> oh i saw some love in here for you too saying you should uh they should bring back the nwa junior heavyweight title and you should uh take on barrett brown but you you already beat barrett brown i, I was you? just about to say you know what if they bring that title back technically they should just hand it to me because i just you know I, I just i just put barrett brown down in the lions break crown tournament you know so yeah that was like round one and it should it should be you know I should, and if, and if anything, I should definitely be in the talks. There you go. There you go. They, maybe they'll bring it back. Uh, let's see here. So moving on from Meat Mountain, let's, uh, let's head away to, from the Beef Castle to Fred Rosser, uh, Chris Masters, James Storm, Triple Threat. Uh, Rosser and Storm start off working together against Masters. They just kind of get him out of the ring and Masters don't want no part of it, then lets them two of them go at it story uh with this match it seemed like no matter what the rust just like he, he was just getting beat on constantly every time he turned around it was either storm or masters by the time this thing got going but uh he did not give up he was just uh he was like they, they couldn't keep him down he wouldn't die kept getting up and uh he even took a huge ddt from storm out there on the stage that was brutal uh and i thought Look, he was I don't know if there's a David Krivjanski in the chat, but if there is, I want to give him a shout out. He just purchased a, sh a shirt from a pro wrestling tea store. So if he's in the chat, give him a quick little shout out to Dave. Oh, Purchasing hey, Dave. Scooby. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's hey, Dave Scooby. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. Love. Appreciate nice. it. Nice, love from, uh, you're getting some love from Brian Rosa also saying he would like to see Danny Limelight versus Chandler Hopkins. Uh, would be good. We're just, of course, obviously talking about that, but he's uh, seconding that. So, a um, lot of love in the chat for you, man. Hell yeah. And you're talking about Fred Rosser. That's Mr. No Days Off. You know, they, 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 they put a good beating on him, but he didn't give up. He had that heart. You know, he, they, he, he was blocking the hate. He was doing his thing. And I felt like, you know, he was the better man of the three tonight for sure. Oh, man, he looked good. You know, you see him wrestle, and I've seen some of his stuff, uh, like, in the, the – I think it was the New Japan stuff I've seen recently. From yeah, he's, he's in the best shape he's ever been. I think he's in the be his, you know, he's on his best game right now. People who are sleeping on on Fred Ross so need to stop hating and, and tune in because the man is the man is ready to rock and he's he, he's hanging with the best of them. So he, he's he's definitely one of those guys you see him now and you're like, what were they doing with him over in WWE? I mean, you know, not to throw shade on WWE, but that's uh, you're just like, man, this guy. Could go with anybody right now. Yeah, he can. Uh, he's talented. He's, I'm you, he's in the best shape ever, man. He, he looks like a million bucks, and he's working his ass off. And I think there you go. Uh, so yeah, he 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 kept Storm from getting the pin on Masters after that DDT, and uh, Storm goes for the last call. Uh, Chris reverses that into the Master Lock. We got to see that, but Rosser breaks it up. 
Uh, ends up tossing Storm outside and hits that gut check on Chris Masters. Gets the one, two, three. Will, you're seeing, I love the I see you over there nodding. <laughs> Fantastic match, man. And, I, you know, historically, I'm not a big fan of triple threats, um, especially when it's for, for a title. This one obviously wasn't for a title. But, um, man, I mean, these three guys are world-class athletes. They, they got in there and they put on a hell of a match. Um, love that Fred got the win. Uh, that was just good to see, man. I mean, he, it was just one of those authentic, you know, genuine, good feeling moments for me. Uh, it was cool to have James Storm there in the mix. I mean, he's been a topic of conversation for us lately in the, here in the NWA fam, um, you know, with his contract status and all that. So it's good to see him back in the mix and to see him, uh, part of, of primetime live. So that would, that was really cool, but, yeah, I mean, I thought the match was great, man. It was hard fought, um, and and the victory was well earned. Yeah, uh, same thing here. We, we we talk about this quite a bit, uh, Danny. That uh, you know, we 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 feel like prize fighting should be mano y mano, one on one. Generally, uh, this was a, a a change of pace for us. It was a good match. I feel like the best man in the ring did not win. Uh, James Storm uh, should have won this match. Um, he was the uh, I mean, this is a guy who is an NWA world champion right now, holding a one half of the tag team championship. But, you know, fantastic, great for roster. I mean, in, in a triple threat match like this, uh, that that's the variable. I mean, the, the best guy doesn't always come out on top. Sometimes it's a, it's a matter of fortune. It's a matter of momentum. It's a matter of luck. Uh, any number of things. All three of these guys deserve to be in there. Uh, I expect Storm to win it. I was a little disappointed that he didn't, but it was a good match. Hey man, Roster, Roster took that beat down. So it was uh I was I was feeling for it by the end of it. So I was I was happy to see him come back. But go ahead, Danny. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good, man. I I I I I think that James Thorns is phenomenal. He's obviously, you know, a current a current champion with the NWA. Um, but I I maybe might be a little bit biased. You know, I think Fred Roster is in the best game of his life right now. I think he's I think he is <laughs> look, for, for play on words, I think he's in his prime, you know. Right. in his prime on prime time live and and i think he was the better man today and i think that that he 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 earned that victory he fought hard and that's not taking away from chris master that's not taking away from james stall i just think that fred rosser was the better man there you go uh next up on the show was uh dave marquez out and he's officially announcing an eight-man global tournament for the united wrestling network heavyweight championship belt uh, he debuts that belt, pulls the cover off. It's a good-looking belt, man. It's a classic-looking belt. But I feel like that I should have expected that. Dave Marquez seems to know a good bit about belts and the history and stuff like that. So uh, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised at that. But uh, man, I'm, I'm curious to see who's going to be in this thing. Man, I, I tell you one thing: if there's one thing that we can say is that all the the championships at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, all the United Wrestling Network championships, they look beautiful. Like yeah. they look like, like I would like that. Like they look beautiful to carry. You know what I'm saying? Like they just look like real championship belts, and that that belt is probably one of the better belts I've seen. Yeah, I mean Marquez is a belt guy. Like when we had him on our show, that was a funny thing. He's just reaching around his office, and he'd just pull a belt from under a book or something. He just has belts everywhere. So the dude knows a good championship belt. So yeah, it was a good looking belt, man. I like the flags at the top. I thought that was a cool touch. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Yeah, I, I agree with. Can a studio, uh, uh, makes a studio show or a championship belt with flags. 
we, they're just very, very attractive. This is a beautiful belt. It, uh, and I don't want to miss anybody here. It kind of rubs me wrong that it's being touted as a world championship because I think there's only one uh, that, that, that we respect, and that would be the 10 pounds of gold. But it's a beautiful belt nonetheless. You wouldn't and, be uh, Doc Stinson if, uh, if you didn't <laughs> throw some shade and, and at every I'm other world title. Academic here. I'm not speaking as a competitor. No, this doesn't denigrate <laughs> anybody who's going to be challenging for that beautiful championship. And it is. It is an elegant, classic-looking belt. I love it. I just wish it didn't have the word world on there. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, well, you're not alone. I mean, obviously, we're the show where we got we got the NWA logo behind us over here, and there's people in the chat like it's not Sweet Charlotte, but uh, it is a good looking belt, man. It's hey, hell, man, who, who says Nick Aldis can't show up and uh, enter the tournament? I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it could happen. Um, Rob, Rob, would you rather them call it a like a, a universal title, maybe, or? I think, well, there's no, there's no typically, uh, you know, and you'll have people like it, it in the current, in the current climate, you'll have people calling their belt, their promotional belt, the UN championship or the Southern honor championship. But I think that that world championship right now, there's only a handful that, that, that should claim that new Japan being one of them, the NWA, AEW, the WWE's belts. Um, you know, you can't just, just christen a belt, a world title. But that, that does not denigrate any promotion or any territory or anything because I think we're, we're on to something very special. And with people like Danny Limelight and Chris Dickinson in the mix, you've got world-class caliber talent. But that trophy, when you, you throw that name world title on there, you're taking – you're really saying a lot. Uh, so, you know, I like what to you're, see, What you're I catching like here, that. Danny, is uh, Will, Will likes to wind – dock up every once in a while get him going <laughs> academic <laughs> point is valid he's entitled to his opinion um I, I think it's a valid point um i do think that the united wrestling network is just is his own beast um and it, it's it's their world's championship you know and i don't i don't think that they're trying to you know overstep any boundaries or anything like that but you know i think your opinion you know is well thought out um i think the belt is beautiful and shit if i it's around my waist i'm calling it a world championship that's right. <laughs> I just want to see that. I, I, I want to. I'd love to see that ten pounds. Now I'm the biggest Nick Aldis fan in the world, but Danny Limelight with Sweet Charlotte, that's a good picture right there, man. Oh that's man, a good picture. Alpha. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get Danny Danny Limelight in this tournament. I'm I'm expecting Chris Dickinson bounces back. He's gonna come back. He's gonna enter the tournament. He seems to be. You know, they had they next week. We're supposed to find out who's who's actually in this thing. I just I feel like he's he's gonna accept this challenge and and force himself in. But uh, any anybody in particular you guys are hoping to see in there? I've got yeah. I'd like to see uh, uh, obviously I'd like to see Danny Limelight. I'd like to see Chris Dickinson. I'd like to see Hammerstone in there. I'd like to see some of the NWA talent represented. It'd be cool if uh, we pulled a. Uh, we pulled uh, something uh, out from under the uh, the rug, and maybe a Ricky Starks or somebody like that shows up. Or uh, you know, and there, there's a number of names I could throw in there. Um, I mean, gosh, man, we've seen we've seen a, a menagerie of talent here the last five weeks, and David Marquez keeps bringing them, bringing them, bringing them. And any of those names would fit beautifully in that tournament. But, but when we're talking about if we're going to go the route of calling it a world title, man, you've got to have. You got to have a Dickinson in there. You got to have a Hammerstone. You got to have a Danny Limelight in there. You got to have some of those names that are getting that press. You know, you got to have 
some of those caliber of names in that tournament. So, um, you know, I expect all eight men in that, I expect them to all be recognizable names, all respected names, all worthy names. So we'll see, man. Who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? Well, J. Cow, J. Cow's mentioning Joe Henning in the chat just to get me excited. I'd love to see Joe Henning appear anywhere, to be honest. Um, but I, I keep thinking of Aaron Stevens as well. If we're going to talk about uh, NWA, you know, recently um, lost that national title, but uh, been you know present on on UWN Primetime Live. Um, and then Mike Bennett, man, you know, I mean, he had that that yep. that first match against Nick Aldis, and and you know, we were hoping to see a a part two of of that feud. Um, but he's somebody as well that I could I could totally see in that mix. When you're talking about you know, some key players from, from primetime live. I feel like you got to throw those two guys in the mix as well. Hey man, Mike Bennett, uh, for what it's worth, that was officially announced for next week. Mike Bennett is making his return to UWN primetime live. So he will be on the show. So you may very well get your wish there. I see names like, uh, yeah, chat room. You can uh, let us know throughout the show. Uh, as we, uh, wind down uh, the recap here, just, uh, who, who you'd like to see. Um, I see Eli Drake's name getting dropped. I see Sammy Guevara, Tim Storm. Anything Tim about Tim Storm? Tim Storm, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, yep, Scorpio Sky getting dropped in there. So there's there are a lot of good names that could could show up. It'll be interesting. And there's there's plenty of people that have been on the show already that we've been introduced to on, on Primetime Live that it would be cool to see uh, go for the uh, world championship there. Um, the final match on the show uh, was for the uh, you're talking about beautiful belts. I mean, I, I, I had that same thought, especially when Dan Joseph came out with that television title. I thought that's a that's a good looking belt. Um, he took on the illustrious Dom Kubrick, like Danny said, uh, making his debut on UWN primetime live. Um, I don't know if you see Dan Joseph in the back, but he seems like a real excitable dude. Like He's just like bouncing around at the like Dan, um, Dan Jones is a good dude, good father, um, and, and I think that he he's been carrying that belt real tight, real close to him. That's that's one belt that I have my eye on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's my favorite belt right now that I've seen. Um, I really like that belt, and I have my eyes on the United Wrestling Network Tag Team Championships too. But we we, we gonna leave that talk for another day. Um, but speaking of Dan Joseph, I thought that Dan and Dom they had a great match. I thought it was a good way to end the show. Um, Dom Kubrick is another, you know, talent that isn't talked about as much, but he's coming straight out of Santino Bros Wrestling School, and, and I think yeah. he's phenomenal. Ring. Hey man, he took it to Dan Joseph in this matchup. I mean, just to the limit. I mean, as much as uh, I mean, and you know, and I, I'm I'm learning a lot of these guys as we go, but I've seen Dan Joseph in a few matches, and Dom might have given him one of his biggest challenges uh, that I've seen him have. Um, but yeah, Dan ends up catching him with that German and, uh, gets the one, two, three over Dom. Uh, but no shame for Dom. He, uh, he had a hell of a match in there. Exciting match. As a matter of fact, uh, going for that's that. That's to that, that school, man. I mean, we, we've heard about that school, uh, here it's come up here the last two or three weeks. We've been talking about that. They're producing some phenomenal competitors, man. I mean, you're talking about an elite school. We just talked about that, uh, Last week, didn't we didn't that come up with the uh, um, who was it? It was uh, it was one of the female wrestlers that trained at that school. Um, uh, last... Oh, um, 
gosh, her name just escaped me. No, you were talking about when the, with the two the two women's matches that happened yes. back to back. Um, one of them was a trainer. Um, why is her name escaping me? We raise. No, that's it. That's her. Yeah, yeah, that's that her. was right. That's right. Yep, Ruby Rays. And then you had, I think you had uh, Vipress on. Was there? Yeah, Vipress. Yep. Yeah, and obviously, I mean Heather Monroe uh, out of there. So yeah, that's, a lot of people out right of there. there, man. That's that's like the West Coast equivalent of tried and true, man. I mean, it's, that's a school right there, boy. Yep, that's that's all dividends of Joy Chaos and, and you know Mongo Santino. It's just they they they're breeding some some stallions down there, at Santino Bros Wrestling School. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Will, do you have any thoughts on this matchup you wanted to bring up? Well, you know, I'm I'm a TV title guy. I love I love the television title, and you know, no offense, Danny, but for me, there's there's one TV title. This was actually gifted to me by our boy Jay Cal. He sent this to me in a little care package. But I love the TV title, man. I love uh, I love what it represents and the kind of matches that you get surrounding a TV title. And this one didn't disappoint for me. Um, it was it was a great match, and and I love Dan Joseph. I think he carries the belt well. Um, but now that you've put it in my head, Danny, I kind of want to see you go after that belt because I'd like to see that feud. So maybe we'll get to see uh, some payoff to to the words that you just threw out just now. But that yeah, was a great match. Totally agree. Um, so uh, that that wrapped up our show. Now we did get some uh, preview for next week. Uh, we're going to have another TV match. Uh, our TV title match when it's the NWA television title, Zicky Dice is going to be defending against the Pope, Elijah Burke. We've been waiting for that one. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Pope was uh, fired up last time and uh, can't wait to see him get his hands on Zicky. And uh, we're also going to see the one called Mander versus, I, I think that's his debut on Primetime Live. And uh, he's going to be taking on Max Caster, which I'll be happy to see him back. Uh, I, I dug that guy last time I saw him. Um, then like we mentioned, Mike Bennett is going to be making his return to the show. And uh, they also did go ahead and announce, Rob, uh, you asked for it, you get it. Thunder Rosa is going to be defending the NWA Women's Championship against Serena Deeb on October 27th. They went ahead and announced that matchup. And uh, this so is that's... a sequel, man. This is a sequel to an AEW match. And, and, and we have talked about the hard work that Thunder Rosa has been doing, just creating rivalries that everything she does, we want to see a sequel to from Lindsay Snow to Priscilla Kelly to Hakara uh, Shida to uh, Serena Deeb, and we get to see this. This is a Christmas gift from early. I can't wait, man. I've got a lot of cool stuff coming up on UWN. There you go. And of course, we'll get the announcement of who those uh, people are entering the tournament. Danny, how how quick do they? Like, do you just not know week to week? Sometimes, like when we talked earlier in the week or something, you were just like. Oh yeah, I'm not booked on Tuesday night, and then all of a sudden I see the announcement come out on Twitter like Danny Limelight's fighting, and I'm like, "Well, dude, <laughs> like, what what just happened there?" <laughs> you know, I I'm just always ready. I'm game day ready always, and so I, I got the call um kind of last minute, but I understand it's like a hassle putting a pay per view together, um and and of course once I got the call, I was always ready to rock. You know, I get I get COVID tested weekly, so I'm always ready to go. And, and you know, they told me I, who I was stepping into the ring with, and I was just fired up. Originally wasn't supposed to be there, but I'm glad I was. I'm happy to be a part of that show every week, and I hope to continue to be a mainstay there. Yeah, yeah, we 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 definitely hope to see that too. Um, 
Lots of people asking for Marty Bell in the chat. I don't know what happened to her. Where's she been? I see her in pictures with Allison oh. Kay, but, but anyway. Yeah, she's out there, obviously, because her and Allison Kay are, are tweeting out like every day. It's, a, it's hard to miss it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we need more Marty Bell, man. We got to have more Marty Bell. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up. In the chat, if you got anything you want to add, you go ahead and throw it in there. We can uh, stick with you. Danny, you're welcome to stick around. We'll, we'll I got to get ready to head out, guys. But I truly appreciate you guys bringing me on the show. Um, it's been fun chopping it up with you guys. Um, for anybody that wants to follow me, Twitter and Instagram is at Danny Limelight. And once again, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Danny Limelight. Whenever you guys get time, let's do this again. Man, listen to this guy. He knows how to do it. I don't have to say anything. It just like flipped a switch and he was in promo <laughs> mode. I like that. <laughs> hey, Rob, listen, Rob, Rob, take this notes. Again, you know, whenever you guys ready, let's do it. Let's just do, you know, I can tell my story to chop it up and we can talk more about whatever. I'm down. Yeah, we'd love to sit down with you and get more details about your your path and everything and uh, and get some training for Rob here because we, we still, we've been doing this with Rob for forever and it takes him like 15 minutes to get everything you just did in like five seconds. So. I'm just now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just now getting off my space, man. I'm still trying to figure uh, out how to arrange my space. So, so you mean we're not, we're not going to see you doing no TikTok dances anytime soon, Rob? I just, hey, I just came out on Tic Tac a couple of weeks ago. Tic Tac, my man, Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate hey, you guys having right. me, man. Y'all have yeah. a great night. Thanks, Dan. Man, Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Tune in this Friday. New Japan Strong this Friday. Limelight versus Mysterioso. The Never Tour starts. Championship versus from Hollywood every week. And Primetime Live every Tuesday. Much love, y'all. All right. See you, Danny. Thank you, Thank you buddy. All right, chat room, what you got going on here today? Anything you guys want to talk out as we uh, wrap up the evening? Very cool of Danny Limelight to sit with us and do the recap of the UWN primetime live show. Very cool guy, and uh, uh, he's out there trying to make a name, and you can tell he is uh, on his grind, as he said. Um, Will, how you feeling over there, man? Good, man. It's good. That was a lot of fun, man. I like uh, like bringing him in. We might have to bring him in uh for more of these recaps he's got he's got good takes on stuff i like it agreed, agreed. Man, he, he, someone mentioned this positive energy but he's got a lot of energy i really i really would like uh I, you know i want someone i think this guy can can go places i'd love to see someone sit down with him and here take take some notes out of the uh out of the ricky stark school start marketing yourself i want to see some vignettes selling yourself on social media um i mean I, I'm looking him up right now. He's got 3,000 followers. This guy should have 14,000 followers on Twitter. You know what well, I mean? I'm saying, I mean, I've noticed over the last, like, couple of weeks, I mean, he's he's hustling on social. Like, he's trying to to post some stuff, and he's staying active. But you're right, man. He he should uh, – I think he's he's working his way into it, man. I think he's, he's found his calling, and he is uh, making a name for himself for sure right now. And so he's out here. Charisma for days, man. He got charisma just dripping. Uh, skill man that that opening match tonight was fire that was that was good stuff oh chat room we got a, we got a few minutes we can hang out with you if you want to talk about anything let's get it out yeah. of the way yeah. uh there's something we need to address huh. yeah yeah we we were kind of you know we were just all over the place today just running through it um let me sit, let's... Let me sit. jump boot to the side for a second because now it's about to get real not sure not real bro you're real, and I need you tomorrow. But we had new NWA content drop today. 
That's the true. Second episode of Five on it. The five greatest power. These are the official. Now we put our list out. Our list is well documented. The five greatest matches of the power era so far. But now we have the official NWA list. It doesn't perfectly match up with ours, but there's some crossover there. And um, man, what a great, great episode, man. I mean, we talked a good hour long episode and they're, they're, they're not just like, like dropping tidbits here and there. They're showcasing the whole matches in their entirety in this episode, um, which is uh, moderated, moderated. It's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, hosted by Kyle Davis. <laughs> And uh, man, what an episode, dude! And 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 we see the uh, a lot of activity in Twitter from uh, from NWA today talking about more of this is going to be coming regularly on a weekly basis. So I'm excited, man. What do y'all think? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, more the more content, the better. And um, you know, with all the talks about about uh, power coming back, it's it's not a rumor, you know. In case anybody thinks it's just, I mean, it's been confirmed by Billy Corgan. It's been confirmed by Nick Aldis. Power's coming back. Um, and so this is just kind of, you know, reminding us of, of what we have to look forward to. Um, and it's just kind of reinvigorating me and I'm sure the rest of the, the hashtag NWA fam and uh, looking forward to, to power return. Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, not to toot our own horn, but to, to uh, it's something we've been, we've been talking about. I think for forever now. And it's something we've been technically trying to do a little bit by this show going on for the entire time that it's been going on. Sometimes people just need to know you're alive out there. Just give them a little spark, give them a light at the end of the tunnel, give them something to, to aim towards uh, that they'll, they'll have patience with you. And people had patience with the NWA for a long, long time, but it was getting to the point. Yeah, we need we need some content like this, and so it was cool to see them come back at UWN Primetime Live. But as we're finding out, there's going to be weeks where that's not even NWA centric. So we need more stuff, and um, and and I'm happy to see them doing this. I mean, sure, I would love power, and and like Will said, it's 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 going to be back eventually. But the, these are cool things. I mean, I saw somebody in the Discord saying they were rewatching Power and stuff like that and they were just like feeling it again and it's like it's, it's cool to remind people sometimes and and to talk about those conversations we like to have and that obviously nwa fans like to have like what are the five greatest matches of all time on nwa power there's plenty of episodes already there's a history there so it's fun yep. to dig back into it it's uh, a good reminder too i mean you know wrestling wrestling fans uh can sometimes have a short short-term memory um, and this, you know, pandemic and this hiatus that that NWA has been on, um, you know, ha has been hard to to think back past all this. And so having the reminder that like, hey, the same NWA that built power and that built these storylines and put all this together and put on incredible wrestling shows that made all of us fall in love with wrestling again a lot of us who had 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 fallen away for a little while and wanted traditional wrestling that's they're still here and it's going to start back and it's just a really good reminder of who the nwa is in 2020 and and what you know the trajectory they were on before things out of their control happen and you know it's just it, like i said it's reinvigorating and and it's uh it's a good reminder 
How about this? Speaking of uh, more NWA content, I mean, we did get that announced and we didn't focus on this that much uh, earlier with Danny here. Just wanted to give him uh, a chance to shine there. But uh, Zicky Dice is going to be defending the television championship against the Pope. Who you guys got in that? Because I'm feeling like, I mean, I, I think our buddy wrestling with the MMA in the chat is probably going to hang me for saying this. I know he's a fan of the outlandish one, but uh, I think Pope's... Pope's not somebody to play with, and he looked good in that last match. That guy might have Zicky's number this time around. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I'll agree with you. MMA already went to bed, so I can agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I think he's definitely got the enthusiasm and this, and he's fighting for tradition. He's he's changed the equation here. This is not just simply a match for the TV title. This is a match about tradition. Very similar to what Trevor Murdoch was saying about Aaron Stevens, that, you know, you've denigrated the title, you've not done honor to it. And when, when people, for a cause like that, when it becomes a crusade, you have an extra advantage. The only problem that I have, and it's not a problem, and, and certainly, you know, uh, Elijah Burke can, can walk out with this, but he's not seasoned. I mean, he's, he's, he's been out for a minute. Last time we saw him in power, he was, uh, you know, with uh, – uh, you know, he, he was on the sidelines, more or less, kind of cheerleading, um, leading an assault against Eddie Kingston and whatnot, and he wasn't as active as, as he's been in past years. And so, to my knowledge, and, and, and maybe J. Cal knows uh, better or whatever, but he's not been as active in the ring right now as Zicky Dice has, and that's the one advantage that Zicky's going to have. In the last year, he's been wrestling – Obviously, that's been limited in this in the, in the uh, quarantine months and all that. But he's been in there. He's been doing some work. Um, so you got to give you, know, you got to give the advantage to Zicky Dice here. I mean, uh, it, who do I want to win? Anytime somebody's fighting for tradition, I want them to win. So I, my my heart goes to the Pope. But right now, just calling a spade a spade and doing math, doing the algorithm and whatnot, I got to say that Zicky Dice has the advantage. Well, the SEO, the SEO might lead you to uh, believe that, Rob. But uh, no, no, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. My thought process is that everybody's been out of practice here. Everybody's a little bit rusty right now. And uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Zicky did wrestle more recently, um, but I don't know, man. They both just wrestled at the same time and the last time i saw either of them in the ring for a long time and uh well it's like hope hope looks like he was holding his own against zicky and uh anybody and this is our this anybody can hold their own in in a in a uh in a match where it's not one-on-one just like blood sport yeah Lindsay snow just beat the daylights out of allison k we saw it there's no denying it but it's different when it's in the square circle with ropes and we're under gentlemen's rule in a pro wrestling match and that yeah i mean everybody's been out of it for a while but elijah burke has been out of it for a long long time well before the coronavirus did well before quarantine while nicky dice has been putting his time in so i stand by my my projection all right all right well uh anybody anybody got anything else in the chat before we wrap this thing up we'll throw to you guys i've been neglecting uh all our baby birds out here uh let's see here yeah, you, Rob, you pointed out there, Rosa and Kay were number one. Uh, so that was good. Yeah, that that I, I was impressed to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we were expecting that they would put, because we I think we had that number two, and we had uh, 
Tim Storm, Nick Aldis, number one, and they had that reverse, which I think those two matches could have gone either way. But the greatest match of the power era, according to the NWA itself, Allison K versus Thunder Rosa, well-deserved. Yeah, very cool. Hard, hard to argue with that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it was a fantastic match. And that's and honestly, that was not even like, I mean, it was amazing. But I still think their match at hard times was their best encounter. Like, I, I thought the two of them there were just unstoppable. Uh, let's see here. We get a lot of love for Pope. Brian Rosa saying, go Pope, Jedi Warrior. Pope walks out as television champion next week. Uh, Ryan Murphy, any chance of a supercar for Crockett Cup in 2021? Tag teams from NWA, ROH, NJPW, AEW, mainly so I can finally watch a match between FTR and Briscoes. <laughs> also yes. mixed with Drake and Storm. Hell yeah, Absolutely, man. please. There is a chance, yes. All I'm hoping is for Definitely something like that, this good faith booking like working together with interpromotional stuff that they're doing i that that's like one of my big end game goals would be just so we could have a crockett cup with like tag teams from everywhere that well, would be it's and I, know, and I know this is a pipe dream but for me you know you guys can roll your eyes if you want but i, I just want to see ftr holding those nwa tag titles i just think to see a tag they team look right with them honestly to see, to see a tag team holding those belts that are a traditional tag team you want to talk about traditional rob that is a traditional tag team i mean those guys would represent that belt and everything those belts and everything they stand for so uh you know that that would that would be a dream for me but again i, you know, I don't know how realistic that is no that's right you're right and then you, you got other teams too like the bodega could 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 make a crockett cup appearance and then you know, just showing the, the, uh, the willingness of the NWA to bring in vast amounts of tag team talent at a, at a, a, a place like the Crockett Cup where anything can happen. You got to look at some local stuff here right in the South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia area, Matt and Joey Lynch, or uh, one of my favorite tag teams, Lex Lee and Kevin Kaufman, the Jungle Kings. I mean, anything is possible, but I would really, really, really love to see the Bodega show up in that. Oh, and I, I, I mean, you know, they got dropped there, the Briscoes, but the Briscoes are one of my favorite teams to watch. They're just wild, man. Yeah. How are you preaching, just, Gary? How are you preaching? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Let's keep talking about tag teams. I like it. No, that's it, man. Crockett Cups 2019 is still one of my favorite things I've ever – it's definitely my favorite show I've ever been to, and uh, I, I can't beat it. Man, if they got it worked out where AEW, New Japan – Ring of Honor. I mean, New Japan was represented in the 2019 show. So was Ring of Honor. So was CMLL. So that's that's what you want. Like you want some good quality competition from all over. Uh, let's see here. Do some YouTubing on Harlem Bravado. He'd be great on NWA slash UWN. He faced Aldis two years ago and had a great match. That's from Front Row. Thank you very much. Uh, see some love for. Motor City Machine Guns, Lucha Bros. Yeah, all of those guys, man. Uh, nobody wants the Young Bucks. I'm just saying. I like Young Bucks. I got hey. the Young Bucks. I think they're one of the best teams in the world, no denying it. Uh, I, know. I was just trying to rile up James Lawrence, I think. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, did so, James Storm and Eli Drake, we need to see them in there. I mean, you still got Rock and Roll Express out there doing their work. So, 
Um, oh, I see the new day. New day get dropped in here, man. If that could ever happen, that'd be oh, amazing. But I, I, I cannot imagine a world where that ever gets to happen. But that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, uh, James Lawrence has got a crash, fella. So do we. We can't stay up all night long. Let's end it on this. I was just curious about this. Uh, the uh, somebody said, where was it? Where was it? I thought this was an interesting point. WWLTD, just don't have the titles on the line at the Crockett Cup. It didn't work out well last time. Well, I don't know that it didn't work out well last time, but should the titles be on the line at the Cup every time, or should that have been like a one-time special occasion? It was a one-time special occasion. We're trying to crown a new tag team champion. Obviously, traditionally, the Crockett Cup has not been a venue uh, to crown a tag team championship. It's not appropriate to do it that way. It was a, an act of necessity. Uh, the Crockett cup is its own prize. It's its own, it's carries its own prestige legacy and history um, as it should. Uh, but uh, uh, that, that is not, uh, that's not the appropriate avenue to decide normally under normal circumstances, a tag team champion. We've got tag team champions. They've got to defend them and someone has to claim it from them and no one's done that yet. So until someone tells me otherwise, the only tag team in the world that I recognize as being real world tag team champions is James Storm and Eli Drake. I do love Rob sticking to his guns, Will. Like even when they announced the UWN uh, heavyweight championship, Rob's like, well, it ain't a world championship. <laughs> well it says world title on it it says world championship on it like it's not a world title dude i mean it's a beautiful belt just one little there's one little typo on there <laughs> anyway no well, <laughs> well i know that's your your forte so I'll, I'll let you jump in there on that uh crockett cup and the tag team titles before we wrap this thing up uh no i i think um you know it was never meant to be an ongoing thing that the titles would be on the line every time because it really doesn't make sense in terms of, of logic that if you're tag champs then you got to put them up every once a year at the Crockett Cup um, the Crockett Cup is meant to be its own prestige and, and it's 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 an additional it's in addition to the titles you know as a um, a credit to your name and something that can build your reputation and really put you in a great place in tag team wrestling um, and honestly, we need more stuff like that. You know, there's been too much, uh, and not, not too much, but I think you guys will get what I'm trying to say, but there's been an overemphasis on titles and it's taken away from everything that's non-title in wrestling and titles have their place. And yes, they're at the top of the chain. Um, but there is room in wrestling for things like the Crockett cup. And for those to have their own place in history and have their own kind of place of prestige. Um, and so I think, you know, it's, it's the Crockett Cup is meant to exist outside of tag team gold. It's supposed to be a, another, um, you know, layer of prestige that, that exists in the wrestling world. And, and that's how I would prefer to keep it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm with you guys on that too. Uh, it was an interesting thing. They just needed to crown new NWA tag team champions. Mm -hmm. It was a good way to bring them back. Uh, but yeah, the Crockett Cup, I, I, if anything, I'm just so disappointed that 2020 has happened the way it has and we were gypped out of finally seeing the Crockett Cup become a regular occurrence so it could become an annual tradition again. So hopefully 2021 will be a different story. Um, anyway, anything else from UWN Primetime Live you guys wanted to add before we kick out? Yeah, I think we covered it. 
Yeah, solid oh. show, man. I mean, uh, uh, we, we're here for prize fighting. I think uh, they heard us enough of the chicanery. Uh, not that there's been a lot, but there's been some. None of that today. All prize fighting from top to bottom. Very solid card. Love seeing um, guys like Danny Limelight come up. And he's only been in the business for six or seven years. So he's a relative uh, newcomer in there, but he's always already established a reputation. And uh, I think the sky's the limit for him. I'd love to see him end up on power when we start uh, inevitably very, very soon. Uh, it's going to happen. So I want to see him make his uh, his uh, way over to the East Coast. Um, good show, man. I mean, uh, we, we were a little bummed out last week, but uh, way to bounce back with a solid uh, outing. Got to see James Storm. We've got a lot of the NWA stuff coming up. That's what we're here for. And uh, so uh, very positive and looking forward to these next couple of episodes. Yeah, shout out to Craig S. Uh, mentioning uh, maybe the Crockett Cup winner should get a shot at the uh, NWA tag team titles at a later event. That could be cool, too. That's a good idea, Craig. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Danny Limelight. Thank you so much for joining us. That was an honor, sir, for doing that. And uh, thank you, Todd Kennelly, for the shout out on the show today. Thank you, Hammerstone, for being alive. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Rob. Rob, can you, as quickly as Danny Limelight, can you tell us where people can find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at this is Dr. Stinson. It doesn't say that at the bottom. Normally it does, but that's because we're usually on restream. You cannot buy my t-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, but you can buy Danny Live Lights on Pro Wrestling Tees, along with Rachel Rose's Me Queen, Me Lady, and uh, Lindsay Snow, the American Kaiju. I just purchased their ticket, uh, their shirts uh, here in the last uh, couple of days, so I can't wait to rock them. Uh, at this is Dr. Stinson. There you go, Will. <laughs> right, uh, we might be out of time after. Well, his. we should uh, give Rob props for that. Good job, Rob. Yeah, good job. Uh, yeah, at hey, it's Will with one L everywhere, and I will say I just launched a new website slash uh, kind of business venture today. If you guys are interested, at heyitswill.com, if you want to click around and see what I got going on over there, it's been pretty exciting. Um, and then if you do want. NWA fam t-shirts to to complement your Danny Limelight t-shirts and your Rachel Rose and your Lindsay Snow t-shirts and head on over to nwafam.com and click on store and uh, check out check out our merch over there. Absolutely and I am at this is Gary Horn. The show is as always at the NWA pod on all of the socials and uh, make sure you hit subscribe down there if you're listening to this later or watching it later. Um, five-star reviews on iTunes always help out, but the easiest one is just go to youtube.com slash the NWA pod, hit subscribe, hit that little bell. It lets you know every time like this, that we go live and real quick, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to front row WWLTD, Ryan Murphy, Jedi warrior, James Lawrence, Ryan Murphy. Did I already say that Robert Stinson's in the chat, Craig S <laughs> Woodland goblin, uh, James H Jackson, Jr., all of you guys, we are grateful for you showing up here live and watching this with us um, and, and talking with us and just sharing your experience of UW in primetime. What? Why don't you give them our promo code for uh, Manscaped? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too. So just as a special gift for you, since you're also important to us, you can go to manscaped.com right now and use the code NWAPOD and you get 20% off and free shipping. They make great stocking stuffers uh, for the men in your family who don't shave their balls. 
So <laughs> yeah. anyway, all right. That's going to be it for this week. Will's got to go to bed. So do I, honestly. So until next week, enjoy 